0: Legends only. My name is T. Kyle. And I'm Bradley. And this is your weekly pop culture podcast where we talk about
2: Legends only. Only. Spooky (laughs) edition.
0: Is it really scary though? It's all scary. Scary. (laughs) Yeah. Happy Halloween. Well, pre Halloween
2: if you're listening on Monday. That's right. Happy holidays. It's not happy holidays. Sorry. (laughs)
0: <laughs> let me yet. let me reel it in. It's
2: time. It's fully eighty degrees, so my brain is fried.
0: Yeah, my brain is like, what's happening today? Yes, we are sweating again. We are sweating.
2: We I are scary.
0: Made it through.
2: Nope. Nope. Well, everybody. I have my
0: fall candle and everything.
2: I know. Burning candles Uh, and it's 80 degrees. I I should blow it out. Honestly, (laughs) (laughs) this is ambient. Put on ambient music if you want it. I have my
0: pumpkins out. I have my fall. um, This is my dusk fall lighting.
2: It looks white. No. Oh, now it's changing to red. It's like
0: like orange and purple and blue.
2: Yep. Oh, it's changing. Yeah. It's fall dusk. Okay. I see now. Yeah. It's like the leaves turning. <laughs> oh, anyway. This is an audiovisual experience. Yeah. I hope well, you're really immersed.
0: Anyway, it is the final week of October. It's the final countdown until the holiday season. That's right. But we do have an update <laughs> from last week's
2: episode. We are unstanding. <laughs> <laughs> Again. We are but like not for the week for a day
0: well so i gotta be real with you guys (laughs) you look like clowns that is directed towards pop crave pop tings pop bass pop things pop betch pop this pop that pop Pop, on twitter pop puss (laughs) every single at pop Mm -hmm. that tweeted that rihanna was coming back
2: yeah the rat. The original rats are the mirror, which that should have already told you everything. However, it did sound more believable once the ti- by the time Entertainment Tonight also said sources, which that's not you know that's not the mirror. Entertainment Tonight is has more mm, oomph to it, but then it got to Billboard and the Bill- clown in the mirror <laughs> <laughs> got to Billboard and they said. These reports are bogus Says a source who would know In Rihanna's (sighs) camp No anymore What is real? Nothing Someone just like tweeted to Dux Moy And was
0: like Renna's incoming (laughs) New single soon And they published it
2: This report of a nearly 40 million dollar deal With Live Nation to do a stadium tour In 2024-2025 With two new albums on the way Is debunked (laughs) Us showing up next year to the arena empty Hi. it's a football game <laughs> yeah well oh my
0: god maybe we can see travis and taylor <laughs> did you see that video of taylor on tiktok she's back in new york and did i
2: see i have to report on her every fucking hour oh. <laughs> i probably posted it what is it it's the woman being like oh she's so cute look at her she's so cute <laughs> of her just walking yeah, yeah
0: oh look at her she's cute
2: no people are losing their fucking oh she's such a small bean next to him it's like <laughs> you are 40 with a job <laughs> wow <laughs> I'm, sorry. I'm not there yet and I am unemployed <laughs> no it's really gotten out of hand but yeah she did end up showing up like a, a Hogwarts school attendee at Bradley Cooper's home with uh, another flank of celebs this weekend uh, she had Ryan Reynolds, Blake Lively, Hugh Jackman, Sean Levy. Just a gaggle. And uh, who knows what the hell that's about. But there's rumors she's joining Deadpool. Little Mix? And Little Mix. <laughs> no, she left Fifth Harmony, joined Little Mix <laughs> and Deadpool. Oh. You heard it here first. I don't know what that is. And it's uh, another, um, it's in the superhero, Au revoir. Oh, mm-hmm. love that. Yeah, you'll, you'll come across it in some years. Well,
0: speaking of superheroes, yeah. were they a fighter? You know they're not. <laughs> Someone else is, though. Somebody else is. <laughs> so Kelly Clarkson is back on our TV screens. She's Thriving. New York.
2: Leather. I'm just saying, when the girls come to New York, they thrive. I Honestly,
0: that is a conversation that we need to have.
2: I'm so sorry in zone. to the West Coast girls. They come here, they get in the zone and out all night. I'm sorry. They love it. They thrive. Kelly is night and day different. Oh my God. We need like a chemistry out. Chemistry NYC night. edition. Oh my God. Live at Splash. To <sighs> f- live at- <laughs> the the flower belted dresses are out. Finally, The leather... Kvunt, Kvunt is in.
1: <laughs> yes!
0: Finally!
2: This is where it needs to be. And yeah. this is what we've you talked about. You can tell about. she's got like a pep
0: in her step, oh, too. totally. She's
2: like feeling herself. She absolutely is. She had said that she was into moving to New York and she's happy about it. Oh my God. She's going to go electronic next. She's going to go electronic. <laughs> We're going to see her at the Brooklyn Mirage. But she's it's collabing out. <laughs> with Dom Dalla just for yes! you. Yes! <laughs> Queen
0: of Pop!
2: <laughs> yeah, this was... Uh, she did uh, some Kelly because the show is back. back in order. And uh, we got some fighter. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, it would have been made better if Miss Xtina was there with her. And maybe they did a transition into Miss Independent.
0: <laughs> it's just Xtina out singing her. Just... Well, yelling, mm, Out yelling. Out yelling. <laughs> Let's volume. be clear. It was
2: a volume issue, that's all. <laughs> Not technical. I enjoy it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> It would be very You Thought Wrong. It would be a <gasps> screaming... Oh my God! Put that out there in yeah. the universe. You thought wrong. You featuring thought wrong. Xtina. Yeah. Oh, I would love. I would live, Miss Tamira Gray. If you're out there, bring it. Swing back. by. Do a. You thought wrong.
0: Didn't that just celebrate 20 years? Thankful. Yeah. 2003. Must <gasps> have. If anyone working on the Kelly Clarkson show is listening, yeah. If you had
2: any any sense at all, <laughs> you would bring in Tamira Gray for a. You thought wrong duet yeah but that's not the only song she did she did fighter and she also did lucky star by madonna which is also meaningful because i believe her audition for idol was express yourself it was a madonna song i'm almost 100 percent sure i don't know but she loves madonna and she also did that song on tour a lot which song did she was it crazy for you i don't know but she's been covering madonna for a long time Clearly, this is an ode to the celebration tour. I'm sure she'll be attending.
0: This is a place for legends. This is a,
2: a legend on legend situation. She's also going to be hosting the
0: Christmas Rockefeller Center. Means so, so much, much to me. To me. By the way, I'm just going to make it a point to include as many Britney references in this episode as, as we're I leading can.
2: as we're leading up to it. I get it. I get it. Yeah, she did express herself. Madonna, reductive. <laughs> Sounded a bit or like she sang this it and way. Didn't copy it. Yep. No,
0: I believe she's somewhere <laughs> living with deep, deep I teasing. <laughs> yeah, we stand, Kelly, and I've really been enjoying. Like, oh, she's going back to Vegas too. Oh, that's right. I think she after um, like very sternly being like Ted ten, dates only. Ten, I'm yeah. done
2: with this. Take that ten percent. <laughs> Um, yeah, I feel like she might have gooped the girls a little bit who like were like, oh, I can only do this within this 10-date set. And she's like, surprise, I'm just going back. I wonder if people like urgently were like, I must do this. And then they're like, oh, yeah, these dates actually would have been a lot easier for me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she's going back by popular demand and doing, I guess, more chemistry live in Vegas. So now you got more chances to see her.
0: Oh my gosh, maybe she'll bring out Kylie or... Tina. Oh,
2: oh my god. I feel like all the dates align. they mm-hmm. They'll all be there. No, that's too much to handle. Oh my god. You never know. There's legends popping up in all sorts of unexpected places. <laughs> <laughs> Including QVC. <laughs> now, this news rattled me for multiple reasons. Number 1, I did not know that QVC had a QVC Plus. Oh, what? She's she's joining all the streamer girls and eating them up. Do they have
0: all of Lisa Rinna's? I bet on demand. demand? Yeah. Do they have Mariah's on demand? I bet. Or was that HSN? That was HSN.
2: However, they're sisters. They're sister streamers.
0: That's what I've learned. That is honestly a genius idea, and I probably shouldn't have said it on here.
2: What to have old replays of those? Oh my god! Like I would literally watch all of Mariah's. But the problem is the inventory isn't there, so like they won't make money. Yeah, but just
0: put the textless version up. Yeah. For I guess my, so. For my digital girls, you know what that means. Yeah, yeah. Just, Without no. text. Yeah. I think I
2: got that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it also means, no, it also means, like, no graphics. Yes,
2: yes. It, it <laughs> is so good, like, as is, though. Yeah. Anyway, I didn't know QVC and HSN, like, are partnered. I don't think they're competition. I don't even oh. understand anyway. Anyway, <clears throat> This is the second year of them doing original holiday programming, <laughs> which is a gag. For, I didn't understand. What they do is they make holiday content that also features the QVC hosts and the products they sell. So it's like SpawnCon on top of SpawnCon inside a story. I'm lost. So like the the hosts are actors in these things. Okay. And there's real products that you can buy after the movie airs. Featured in these movies.
0: Oh, okay. So they're like... They're like... They're like coming down the chimney. Susie, me, put in, in the crock pot. Give me some hot chocolate. Yeah. And then you can get the mug. There's like
2: a long 30-second glimpse of her holding the mug next to the crock pot.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's like when RuPaul is like, have yourself a House of Love cocktail while you wind down. <laughs> yeah. In the... Yes. Amazon Prime Video uh-huh. Illusions Lounge. Yes. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> now available at... <laughs> It's chocolate <laughs> available now.
2: <laughs> well, there's a new holiday original in town called The Recipe Files, a baking holiday mystery. Chigs. <laughs> <laughs> filled with cameos from QVC hosts and plenty of plugs for tie-in products and partner brands. Launching on November 24th, starring Ashley Simpson. Queen of Pop. Autobiography. This is you could buy all the pieces of her from this.
0: Yeah, she can walk over to like, the, her new record that she just got from Santa and uh-huh. be, like, place it down.
2: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. The movie features a bunch of QVC hosts, as well as KitchenAid, David's Cookies, Temptations, and Restellies. And the plot is centered on Isabel, this is Ashley, a baker who finds herself seeking adventure in the cookie-cutter town of Shady Oaks. After not having... Cookie cutter town? Are <laughs> they going to sell the cookie cutter too? Probably. After having lost her job and fiancé... Oh, oh when her, her singing she's... career? <laughs> no.
0: Oh, <sorry>. I'm don't <laughs> know.
2: When she suspects her recent thrift store find, a mysterious handwritten recipe book... <laughs> Unsold copy of Bionic. <laughs> <It's> not... <laughs> sorry. <laughs> the book may hold clues to its former owner's death, She sets out to crack the case with the help of newfound friends, all amid a budding romance. Will she solve it in time for the holidays, or will her efforts be a recipe for disaster? Oh, I see what they did there. I see what they did there. I will be tuning in. I I would watch this. Absolutely. I am ready for this. You know, through this job and just understanding the ways of internet, I have found that the Hallmark channel is huge like has an audience and stands. And so I feel like this similarly, I think she probably is making coin actually from QVC. Oh, I believe it. Like, I think it's good. I think she's doing really well with this deal actually. Like That's... even though it's like LOL, it's like, oh, she probably made a good check for that. Yeah.
0: It's like family friendly- Content for and the then holidays.
2: she probably like makes more when they do the sales after and they're like, oh, buy Ashley's crockpot. <laughs> I don't know why I keep going to crockpot. What else is she selling? Ashley's delicious cookies, L O V E cookies.
0: Maybe they'll find a vintage copy of that Jessica Simpson Seven Eleven EP. <laughs> oh my
2: god! If you know, yes, you know. Well, if this kitchen set makes you want a la la for nine <laughs> installments of twenty nine ninety nine. <$29.99, laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of money I know, they trick you Because they're like, oh, easy installments <laughs> But it's like 15 installments 10 of payments ni- of
0: 69 <laughs> yes.
2: Well, if this uh, Bittersweet world cookie tastes good <laughs> <laughs> it'll make you go Out of your head,
0: ay-ay-ay
2: <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I'm so glad That all of our girls are having films And premieres Left and right Will there be a premiere for this? I don't think so. This is a TV movie. Oh. Maybe.
0: Anytime I think of QVC, I think of that vine of the hairdresser <laughs> that
2: falls. Do you guys know that one was like,
0: oh, yes, girl. And just like, boom.
2: <laughs> There's a new account actually that I've been watching that does recreations of viral HSN slash QVC moments where the callers just get buck wild or the hosts do something embarrassing. It's been very entertaining. I, I have to find out I'll post one of oh them Oh my god but, oh my god, me. Yeah That would be a fun job QVC Yeah I think so I think you make a lot of money Like selling that shit It's like Twitch streaming Basically you Yeah
0: You just have to stand there And take calls Yeah Be
2: like Hi ladies Hey Dorothy In <laughs> Illinois <laughs> How are you, you doing enjoy- there girl I can't oh, I can't <laughs> see the numbers
0: On the screen <laughs> Oh don't worry Dorothy I'll read them to you <laughs> Oh my god Maybe I should just do that
2: Starts reading her credit card number Over the <laughs> We're <laughs> just gonna put
0: that in over here.
2: Susie. are <laughs> gonna we're gonna transfer you so you could give that information to somebody else, okay?
0: <laughs> so I'm just like modeling a little caftan for Debbie.
2: We would thrive, I think. Oh my I would do it. Absolutely.
0: I'm literally open to any most things. <laughs> right now, I think I'd be a good QVC host. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, a radio host. No, you have to be family friendly. Right. Well, you do it for QVC
2: that. as well, but you could probably, you could be cheeky. I feel like a lot of the hosts are like, they they make like jokes that could be innuendo, I feel.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. Like I'm coming down your chimney. Exactly. <laughs>
2: exactly. <laughs>
0: <Promo>. <laughs> <laughs> Out next week.
2: Speaking of coming family friendly <laughs> down chimneys and other orifices.
0: I love a blowjob.
2: <laughs> It's XXXmas all over again.
0: Sometimes when I get really (laughs) nervous,
2: you feel it in your vagina.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh,
2: Well, Xtina's at it again. We've got a new ad. Play your way with the all-new Mood Maker Intimacy Oil Before, During, and Encore. Now available to shop at Playground, not sponsored. This video rattled me. Uh, she's an actress she's an actress she's an influencer she's lighting her candle and oiling her knee (laughs) you never know where things are gonna go with her she squirts it into the hand onto the knee onto the leg a lot of leg action honestly and squirts it at at the mirror (laughs) don't Pointed it at the mirror. Anyway, this is, I guess... It would be funny if she
0: like squirted it into the wine glass like, <laughs> while she was sitting there.
2: <laughs> uh, intimacy oil for those who think young. I, I'm not sure what intimacy oil does. Touch of my hand. <laughs> I guess it heats things up. I am not really a fan of oils. Just all
0: oils. Olive, I don't think like, things are slippery.
2: Avocado, canceled. Canola.
0: Frogs. Frogs like anything that's slimy.
2: Oh, I think that's different than a cooking oil. But no,
0: I mean, like the textures, unlike okay. oh slippery things,
2: but you can handle like oils for like um essential oils for yeah, because that goes in the aromas, yeah, the,
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: but you don't want them on you, yeah, no. You've also never had a massage,
0: I've had very few. Okay,
2: yeah, okay, you are oil averse, yeah, okay,
0: that reminds me of um when. It still rings, like, I still remember, like, it was yesterday, that guy at the one we went to, in, remember in Vegas, we went and got, like, a spa day or something?
2: Did didn't we? we? Didn't we do a spa day in Vegas? I, as you might recall, I don't remember any of our trips, so- I swear we it's did. It's very likely I had a full massage and don't remember. No.
0: Did we? Yeah. The second time for Remixed Reimagined, didn't we go, all go and do, like, a little package? Oh, wait, maybe this is ringing a bell. Cause the guy at the front desk afterwards was like, oh, you look so much. And I was like, and he was trying to find like the right word. And I was like, too. I was like, like less of a bitch. And he was like, well, that, <laughs> you look more relaxed. And I was like, Yeah. You look friendlier. <laughs> Cause they did the one that like, you know, loosens up like, I do remember your, this like, story. Neck. Okay. Because everything's like always very tense up here. I just don't know
2: if I did the massage or if I just steamed or something, even though I fucking hate the steam. I don't know what I did. We did something. We did something. Something about the altitude there. My memory goes.
0: Altitude?
2: Yeah, because it's like the desert.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> we should try to get sponsored by Playground.
2: We absolutely should. I think we've done the most talking about it in a non-sponsored way that any other person yeah. or brand ever has. So, Xtina, Team X, if you're listening, we, well, I will try this um, intimacy oil. I'll challenge myself. I'll put it on my knee. (laughs) See what that does. (laughs) Hey, no judgment. I don't know what she's doing with her her knees, but it seems like a party. Work. Yeah. Also, the
0: background music in this ad is a bop. It is. So, Xtina, we need you to sing over that. Yeah, just sing (laughs) over
2: the instrumental. It could be about intimacy oil if you want.
0: Well, Xtina isn't the only
2: one... (laughs) Influencing this week? No, we kind of are just a QVC podcast. If you really think about it, because we only talk about pop star items. Well, that's all that's all they're, they're doing. So,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't even tell you guys. Speaking of, I probably would have never revealed this if I didn't have a podcast. I almost, oh. almost bought something from JLo Beauty. Wow! I know. Can you believe it? I actually can't. What do I they even have? Was convinced oh. by one of the face mask things. Oh, and then it was like J
2: Lo beauty, and I was like, Oh, should I do it? Was it just like a a, a standard face mask? What was it? Was it a thing you apply, or was it a paper mask thing? A sheet mask.
0: A sheet mask. Oh,
2: mm-hmm. what was it about that that was different?
0: I was just really um enveloped in oh. the ad oh like i was like oh wow the music really pulled me in oh i was like i'm invested okay and then it was like j-lo <laughs> and i'm like well well yeah because i like those under eye ones oh the ones so that yeah it was like that but like bigger and i was like i would wear that try it well maybe if they are
2: maybe if they're soothing and- yeah
0: we should do a video pod that's all pop star
2: products we should I think you and I think you should get the J Lo beauty mask. Does it also like remove things? Like maybe it removes as much as the saying? producers remove her vocals from her chorus. Oh. So maybe it's really strong. <laughs> <laughs> really, just lifts the <laughs> lifts.
0: under eye and the hideout. No downs. trace. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. If a brand DM'd me and said. I will give you this product. If you do a video podcast, you will all see a video podcast next week. <laughs> all of a sudden you'll well, find no, next week. You'll
2: find a fucking Christmas sweater like yeah. Freddy Krueger. <laughs> I will make <laughs> it
0: happen. I'm gonna put the challenge out there. Challenge Yeah, we're accepted, gonna get some like but... rare beauty, like powder, like a translucent Halsey powder. Halsey will be the
2: first one. It'll definitely be Halsey. What does she sell? Um, there's there's a Halsey brand. Some beauty thing. Oh. Yeah. All the girls truly have one. They're just less some are less advertised than others, but they're out there. Not sponsored. Not sponsored. Well,
0: Beyonce has joined the influencer market.
2: She has. She is loving this role play as an influencer. Mm-hmm. I thoroughly enjoyed this video. Same.
0: I don't feel like we've heard her talk
2: no. in No, because all the comments were, she's years. talking to us. Like, when is the last time Beyonce talked? just like in interludes during the show saying, thank you for coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody's got a birthday. Everybody's got a birthday. <laughs> I mean, I guess we'll hear her talk in December when we see the movie. Presumably she'll talk backstage. Yeah. We'll see. But this time she finally got her bottle of C'est Soir. Was it C'est Soir?
0: No. <laughs> C'est, what? C'est Soir? Isn't that a lyric from Lady Marmalade? Yeah. It's
2: French. Well, it's a play. C'est Noir.
0: Yeah, it's it's say like Beyonce. Beyonce. Oh uh, it's say.
2: Say <laughs> <laughs> noir. Does well, noir mean night? Say soir means tonight in French.
0: <gasps> oh my god, look at that. I'm smarter than I thought.
2: I mean, yes. This Say Noir means this black or this blackness. So say soir is tonight. Chic. So it's a play on that question mark? And say yes, like like Beyonce, there's a double word play wow. at that. But the, mo- the bottle <clears throat> notably is monolithic. She took that bottle. Monolithic. I wanted something that was monolithic yet intimate. That line stuck with me. And she's not wrong. It is a monolithic holder, coupled with then you take the bottle out and it's more intimate with a hole. So you can see how much perfume you have left.
0: Oh my God.
2: Which is helpful. You need to see inside. <laughs> Because when you just run out one day, that's the worst.
0: Although a lot of those are kind of a scam.
2: Bottles? Yeah. Right, because it's so thick that there's mm-hmm. like actually not that much liquid.
0: Yep. Wow. Well, like that um, chalice that they have at Mom's for the beer. Uh-huh. Scam.
2: You heard it here first.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the bottom of the glass is literally just like a chunk of glass. So uh-huh. like, But when you fill it up, it looks like this big...
2: Yeah. Look at me, calling them out. Calling them out. See how objective we are? Yeah. Even our our standard <laughs> eateries... We still are critical. And they also,
0: they put weights in lipstick um, components. Oh, yes. So that it feels heavier. Right. So that it appears to be richer.
2: Yes. And definitely skincare products. The actual skincare capsule inside is like Mm -hmm. so tiny sometimes. The more you know. Anyway, (laughs) I'm sure this is a hefty (laughs) bottle of hundreds of milliliters of Senua. I'm excited to smell it. Give it a scent. I give it a, a little a spray test.
0: It will look so cool on the desk. It like looks that mirror monolithic.
2: Yeah. Yes. It looks cool. Expensive. It does look expensive, and I guess it's been in development for years. So we're it's we're here now, and uh, that's what it, we're gonna have along with the AMC movie. Honestly, it could be worse. There there was a an album relatively recently. There was a tour. Movie perfume, I would say this is a fair feeding for the girls, Oh, yeah, you know it's a good serving. Some are keeping us starving more than others, but beyonce, I think this is a good serving, so uh everybody go get it, tell us what you think, what it smells like, and uh notes of what notes of <laughs> notes of what Cozy notes of well, did you also see that there's the premiere coming for this? Yeah, Not the perfume, the AMC film. London
0: and LA, right? Mm-hmm.
2: Yes, we'll have to see. But they did say that there was a dress code for London was like something opulence and LA was like cozy opulence. I don't know, but everyone's going to mess this up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unless everybody shows up with vertical beds behind them, they're going to fuck this up. Oh, that would be funny. We're going to see that for Halloween. We're going to see some... Cozy beds for Halloween, I oh my feel. Oh, I hope
0: we see the um the robots Ugh, with the fans. The gay robots. Yeah.
2: I would love to see that. We'll have to see. And smell, c'est noir. And now that she is
0: no longer gracing the stage every week, unfortunately, we can't talk about her
2: in this next segment. No, that's true. We had to leave some space for the other girls. <laughs> yeah. I think it's time for a little segment that we like to call...
0: High Fashion! <laughs> oh, so it's editorial.
2: Guys, this is awesome. This is a billboard. This is super high fashion. Oh my God, that's so high fashion. So high fashion. High fashion. <laughs> Paper's back. And who better to bring it back with than an actual icon? And so we have Cher on the cover of paper giving us... If you know the reference... SM Entertainment, K-pop. This is giving Kwangya, which is the digital, what do you call it? The metaverse oh, for the K-pop girlies. shareverse The Sharaverse. It's definitely giving metaverse. Yeah. Kwangya. It's giving, I don't know what else it's giving. Intergalactic. Expensive. Expensive. Uh, RuPaul's Drag Race promo in space. <laughs> yes. <laughs> High art, low art. <laughs> And uh, love this for her. Love the all the ShareMiss promo happening right now. All the ShareMiss promos, so good. The interviews are all unhinged and wonderful. She gives no fucks. And no. it's so refreshing. None. Mm-hmm.
0: Legends. There's also another futuristic shoot that I wanted to shout out. Oh, this that's week right. Yeah. In Cyber Magazine. Mm-hmm. Julia Fox again. Yeah. Just crushing it, this promo cycle.
2: Yeah, it's kind of giving Fame Monster a little bit, just giving kind of weird, bad romance vibes in one of the shots. And then the other is sort of like sculpted sci fi oddity, looking very cool. I saw a video of her singing. Yeah, apparently she has a song coming out. I'm very excited about this because we said that if she ever dropped a song, it would be over for the girls. Yeah. So there seems I'm, to be something. There does seem to be something. I'm ready unclear it was like a, a premiere or something or a book maybe a book reading or something and she had
0: like that red yeah hair yeah. which was also a sir mm-hmm.
2: yeah she's hit the promo stroll pretty hard for oh the my book. god what do we think it's called muse maybe Ooh, mm-hmm. i did it myself i did it myself <laughs> muse i did it myself incoming you heard it here first that would actually be a
0: kevant song called i did it myself and it's about how you don't need a ban.
2: Yeah, that would be her whole mantra. Mm-hmm. I mean, th- this is the perfect time you for you to step me. up as the producer.
0: Yourself. Mhm. Something like that. Yeah. There's a concept there.
2: And since I mean, we'll mention the actual book clearly we're leading up to it, but I don't think we have a better section to discuss it than in High Fashion Miss Addison Ray.
0: <gasps>
2: I mean, this is a throwback for the girls who know. Is it
0: High Fashion?
2: It's the highest fashion you can be. She's holding Britney's book in a very staged paparazzi shoot. Yeah. <laughs> yes. She is throwing it back to the Heidi Montag days. All she needed was an actual wooden chair that she placed in the middle of the sidewalk to sit and pensively read it in. We talked about in the live chat. Shout out to everybody in the live chat. This is somebody who has studied pop culture and definitely called the paparazzi on herself. Yeah. <laughs> It's brilliant. It is. Like, different angles of, like, reading the book to really make sure the cover's in the shot. Did you see the video? Yes. The video is also, like, (laughs) so
0: 2000s, like, paparazzi. She is a girl that gets what she's doing. What I also love about this is I felt like there was a moment in time where the public backlash of making fun of her was so strong that she kind of hid for a while. Yeah, she did. And now... After AR literally ate everyone up. Yeah. And she did this video. I'm like, okay, she's clearly getting to a point where she's having fun. Yeah. And it makes me happy.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. I 100% agree. She definitely hid away after obsessed in the backlash to the song in her debut. But now I think she is stepping out, literally. And then she's got... So
0: I'll take a second. And, and then I- she
2: snapped. <laughs> We've got the one-two punch of this and Thanksgiving, her, her turkey thriller horror movie coming with Eli Roth. It's not looking good for her, I do have to say. Yeah. Um, let's warn everyone in advance, she is not in a lot of the trailer. So. And her pictures on the teaser posters are just her scene the that AR we see cover. in the trailer. So I'm very concerned that we're not getting a lot of her. For a um, horrifying reason, but... To die for. <laughs> to die for may be coming true very soon. It's fine. We stand. We do. Again, and I said this in the chat too, this is somebody who's taking notes because you've got the Paris Hilton House of Wax death. You've got the Heidi Montag stage shoots. She knows what she's doing. Yeah. It's come a long way from TikTok, but... She really has. Remember that
0: one video where she like made the fans wait while she filmed the TikTok for the
2: autograph, that was like one of her first TikTok, her own TikTok viral moments. Yeah, when, when somebody was like, "Look at this fucking influencer," but she wasn't mean. She was just no, like, not sure, at all. Sure, one second, let <laughs> me do this shitty dance. <laughs> There's a video of her in the streets, and a fan comes up, and she's like, "Yeah, one sec." I'm <laughs> doing like one of those early TikTok dances. Well, speaking of, I think it's time for a segment that we like to call. Tick-tock-tock.
0: Oh, my God, you guys. Boots on the ground <laughs> here thing. in New York City, the city of dreams. Yes. In New York, I met World of T-shirts the other day, uh-huh. leaving physical therapy. I'm walking home through Midtown. Yes. I turned the corner right there.
2: Why don't you explain to everybody who has no idea who that is, who that is?
0: So, World of T-shirts, his name is Josh, and you may have seen one of his videos for, he he roams New York. Like, honestly, it's kind of aspirational, like, how much he's seen of all five boroughs. Uh Uh-huh. And he went viral for singing in New York, like, in Times Square, and just has no shame. Like, films everywhere, posts everywhere, whatnot. So it goes viral, and... Yeah, it's a whole TikTok thing. If you get it, you get it.
2: I admit, I was never on... I don't think he's ever come up on my page. Really? So I had no idea who he was. But I did see that video. See, that's so point.
0: interesting because my brother and his fiance yeah. know who he is. And they're, they don't live here. Yeah, So, um, yeah, like, they know, like, what does B-A-N-N-E-D mean? And, like, all the quotes. Oh, I know none of them. That's what I like about TikTok, though. It's like... It's very compartmentalized. You it either is. like someone is a legend to you mm-hmm. or you have no idea who they are, never seen them before.
2: Yeah, I have various women who are legends uh <laughs> to me this week uh because I've joined the latest ML- MLM trend of the fizzy jewelry reveals. The what? They've you know how they um, um you don't. There's this company that sells rings that are like encrusted in like baking powder or whatever and you put it in water and it fizzes and then it reveals the ring that you you purchased like you purchase a mystery ring they dunk it in and they show you which ring you got so it's a bath bomb with a ring in it. It's a bath bomb with a ring in it and uh i am obsessed i've watched (laughs) for hours at this point they talk about their like mentors or their up some upstaff or something. It's all a pyramid scheme. You love an MLM. I love an MLM. Unfortunately the people that like
0: stir the spoons and like give you a little crystal
2: rock. I'm fascinated. The whole time I'm watching, I'm thinking about their life, their life at home. I'm I'm just fascinated by their being. I just I come up with stories in my head about like who they are and what led them to do this for eight hours a night and how much they must be making from this. And yeah, I will definitely, if not join, um, develop a pyramid scheme at some point in my life and you'll know, uh, we'll have sort of shirts and you'll do some sort of reveal of like, maybe it'll be inside a mochi and then inside is like a shark tooth. And I think that'll be my pyramid scheme. Wow. Um, (laughs) Oh, you
0: can do that thing where, um, you get the shark tooth kits. Yes. Yes. Where you sift through.
2: Yeah. I've just been fascinated by this. There's this little twink that I like to watch. He lives in Louisiana. He's 22. I'm fascinated by him. He only wears Eras tour tees. He's got a fiance. It's like there's lore and I'm deeply. And whenever the fiance even walks into the room, his whole demeanor changes. He's like, what do you want? <laughs> he's like, up. he's taking out the ring. He's like, you're disturbing my life. <laughs> <laughs> invested this is what everyone's like oh what's the new hot pops and what are you listening to and it's like, <laughs> i'm spending 16 hours watching a twink yeah you're dunk, like i just bought crystals rinse. from an mlm scheme on tiktok <laughs> this is what i'm doing when i go silent or absent i don't know if i need to see i mean i'm already seeing a professional about it but maybe it's healthy but uh
0: yeah. i mean it's not very different from like watching someone stream on twitch or like
2: that's it's exactly the same yeah yeah something to watch it's like watching tv yeah exactly and they like take it and they like tap it with this wand and they go "Ooh, diamond juju let's hope you get like um uh, the because you can get like rarer rings of course or whatever and they're like sparkling diamond juju and then they'll go plop plop fizz fizz let's hope a beautiful (laughs) ring this is
0: (laughs) not the rhyming (laughs) not the
2: poetry
0: the poetry
2: no you don't even know how invested i am Next week, if you see me with a giant bucket of water in front of me on live and TikTok, don't say anything. Just oh buy, my god. We, buy a ring. <laughs> we can just like hide hit clips in them. Oh my god. <gasps> oh, you've got to die for
0: by Addison Ray. <laughs> Someone's gonna go do that now. Oh, absolutely. It's gonna be like MP3s in yeah. a bath bomb. That's a good idea, actually. Yeah, I mean, hey. <laughs> pop, pop, pop. What's it gonna be? Pop pop pop. <laughs> That's wild. You really do love an MLM on TikTok. I do love an MLM. And I love people who are like very... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, I'm trying to think of... It's it's complimentary, but like I don't want people to take it the wrong way. I describe my interests as like the island of misfit toys. Uh, Okay. People who are different and unique and like unafraid to be different and unique. That is my vibe on TikTok.
2: And I like a
0: compliment. I I think it's a compliment.
2: I like a middle aged woman who has Jesus in her bio who is stirring (laughs) a cauldron of rings (laughs) that probably cost $4.99 to make. hates
0: (laughs) gays and hoards. (laughs) Absolutely hates
2: gays and is hoarding these tacky rings. I love it. I I love all of it. I love it when they pretend the ring looks good. When it doesn't, I just die for it. That's so weird. (laughs) It's
0: fine though. It's probably
2: like watching QVC in a way too. Yeah, actually. That. Maybe we really, really do need to transition to that, you know? Just know for a about listener.
0: The original MLM scheme uh-huh. was those fucking carnival things as a kid, like ski ball, where you get the tickets, and it was just oh, like yeah, a yeah, ring yeah. that was like one cent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you would spend like $10 to get it. Totally. And now we're just doing the same thing, but on TikTok.
2: It, it works. Roses. It roses. It, it does work. Instead of quarters, yeah, they use the they're, they like take the little boxes of rings. Is and, this her? No, I mean, this is just one of many. They all have they recruit people, and they oh, that's why it's a pyramid scheme or an MLM or whatever. And then you just plop plop fizz fizz into the water, and then there's just magically a floater or a sinker. And she's using a tin like that's from. <laughs> no, yeah, th- I will say that there. There's a whole
0: spectrum of like. Are there symbols, like, embroidered to the side of the thing? Yes.
2: Yes. The company that does it has, like, stamped their symbol into the baking soda or whatever.
0: Legends only, I guess.
2: (laughs) And this is, like, the whole pile that somebody opened. Of (laughs) orders? Yep. Okay,
0: I can't hate it then.
2: Bomb party. Fizzy bomb party is what they're called. Anyway. If you catch me doing that next week, don't be surprised. That's all I'm saying. Sly. I don't know where we went. I'm so sorry. Whenever um, I speak,
0: anyway, to make a long fucking story short, um, I took a picture with World of T-shirts, and um, this is what happened. So I went up and I said, "Josh, could I get a picture?" Yeah. And so I go take the selfie, and I go to turn, and I'm like, "Oh, I just really love your." T-. Walks away. Legend just walked away.
2: That's the kind of behavior I support. Mm-hmm. That was the interaction. And then
0: I texted my brother and I was like, you're not going to fucking believe what just happened. And like, that is like, to him, that's like, I just met Taylor Swift. It's so like a Swifty.
2: <laughs> it is funny how we have these niches.
0: Yeah. And like, same when I met Roz. Yeah. Like Roz is to me, like what Taylor Swift is to a Swifty. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: But more talented. <laughs> um, and so th- <laughs> speaking of niches, actually, we, we were starting to get into like niche costumes. And Gen Z has decided to... Now influencers are in on being costumes. Yeah. You sent me one. Oh. I... And you did it at my birthday dinner. <laughs> <laughs> this one, we'll post it. It's, yeah. It's...
0: It's James Charles, Tana Mojo, <laughs> Trisha, and Jeffree Star. And it's so funny how, like, spot on yeah. the identities are. Like, the way that the James Charles makeup is done... Mm-hmm. Is so specific. Yeah. This is their Joanne hats, basically. <laughs> it's like the Jeffree Star tracksuit. Yeah. Trisha, like the lips and the hair, and yeah. the pink. Mm-hmm. Tana with the gloves. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, God. I love Tana Mongeau, by the way. Oh, really? Right. Do you know who she is? Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah. I think she's so entertaining. She's definitely made a name for herself. Oh, wow. Brad I... hates Tana Mongeau. I don't hate her. (laughs) I don't... I've... I need a single from her. Watched her on podcast interviews. I don't know that much about her. I know that she's gone viral for being involved in drama, like, a lot. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But her story times from back in the day...
2: Right. ...were, like, Bleach and tone.
0: Yes, bleach and tone. Bleach and tone. Bleach and tone. Yeah. Yeah. That, That I know. And her stalker story times... Oh. It's a saga. Oh. It's actually not, like... It's scary, actually, but... Yeah. Anyway...
2: I've also been seeing a lot of SpongeBob costumes on my FYP. Oh, there's a lot of spo- the best one did you see the the whale? The pearl? Pearl. Yeah. Yeah. The Pearl one was really good. The girl just walking aimlessly cuz she can't see. <laughs> That's good. I'm sure we'll see a lot of Ariana and SpongeBobs this year. I feel it in my soul. Do you think? I think so. At least SpongeBob, of course. A lot. I'm already seeing a lot of Barbie and Ken. And then I definitely think we're going to get a lot of Britney. The book was timed well, because if you didn't have an idea, maybe that it being in the headlines might have inspired, including Miss Paris Hilton. Oh,
0: ate this up.
2: She gives toxic. And honestly, like I'm not, it's identical. I, I looked at it and I'm just like, well, given that she's actually in the inner circle, I'm like, did she get the costume? That's what I was thinking. Like, it's really good. I I didn't go look at the original, but did she? <laughs> if not, it's just, it's maybe the closest I've ever seen. Yeah. Well, when you've got her bank account. That's true. If easy. if not, they definitely like made the replica or like hit up Joseph Kahn and got the costume designer. Yeah. Info or whatever.
0: Because she's way taller than Britney. So they'd have to.
2: Yeah. It make couldn't a new be one. the same. Yeah. It just, it looks the most spot on I've ever seen one look. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You uh, saw one what? on your way over here today. I
2: did. Um... I didn't want to expose because that's a child. But I saw peeking out from the corner as I turned to code to your apartment to record none other than Chucky <laughs> wreaking havoc on your street. And I said, This is a little too close to home, literally. <laughs>
0: What's he doing out here? We have a podcast we to record. We have a podcast
2: to record. Yeah. Also, spot on, like the actual outfit. Yeah. It was really good and, and very cute.
0: Well, speaking of Chucky, everybody, mm. guess what I did
2: last night? I might have watched a movie. I cannot believe this. You watched Child's <gasps> Play? Maybe so. This is actually earth shattering. I... As you know, your list is long and unmoving for the most part. <laughs> but you've actually... We moved it. I cannot believe that. Mm, I have so many thoughts. Okay, well, we'll have to save so, that. We'll have to, to after show that.
0: Yeah, we're going to have a spooky after show this week. Spooky, ooky. Which, speaking of... Just want to take a moment again to shout out all of our supporters over on patreon.com slash legends. Oh spooky. Thank you all for your continued support. We just had our twenty-eighth icon tier live chat. This past Thursday. And it was supersized. It was like three hours and something. Yeah. So I had to do some like trimming yeah. of the the pauses the to fu- tighten her up. Yeah.
2: But yeah, it was too big.
0: It's still two hours and 40 minutes. Yeah, it was a long shortening. one.
2: Thank you for everyone who joined. That was a, a meaty live chat.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Ooh, so meaty.
0: <laughs> you know that from The Soup? Uh,
2: yes, I do. Yeah,
0: <laughs> iconic. Yeah, the soup we, is like what shaped who I am. Good to know. Yeah. Do you see that now? I do. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Shout out to all our icons. We talked a lot about the Britney book.
2: I know. We talked probably the first hour and a half, if not two hours, about the book. And then we devolved into horror movies. Uh, Fights about Christina Aguilera. Christina Aguilera. Everything in between yeah. at that point. So big shout out to everyone who joined us. And it also helped us think about, um, informed a lot of the things that everyone else was thinking about the book. And as we worked out our thoughts about the book live. Yeah, we so were was all cool. processing. We were processing.
0: On the live chat. Yeah. But we also do an after show every single week. We sure do. After every show. show. So we'll have a little spooky one this week. Yeah. But before then, shall we get into some new bops of the week, there shall we? There a few... Quality over quantity. I don't know where this is going because but... this song that I would like to shout out is a fucking. Bop.
1: <laughs> bop, 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 Slay! This song was never one for 50 fucking
0: weeks. Slay! The fucking you know the fucking song. Slay! BB Rexa is back with a man. What's his name again? Nathan Daw. Nathan Daw. Heart's still beating. Bop. Break up.
2: Break up anthem
0: breakup trance techno anthem. Uh-huh. Some have been saying this is her
2: padam. Is are you the sum? No. Okay. But I agree. Okay.
0: <laughs> because it kind of it I hope I don't get I
2: because it's about a heart beat. Well,
0: there is a heartbeat in the song. Right. You can hear the ba boom. Uh huh. And that was a heartbeat, everybody. Um she's a folly. A padam. <laughs> yeah. Um you can you can remix. I should probably not do this on the thing. I should just make it, but I don't have time. Um my other single's coming out. Um, <laughs> um Where is it? Ooh. I hear it and I
1: know. Pa-dum, Ooh. Pa-dum,
0: pa yep. I hear it and I know. Yep. Pa-dum, pa-dum. Absolutely. Uh, like,
2: uh, right? Yeah, different Keys. The songs are different yeah, energies. They are. Break up, hook up, but... I see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Well, you can combine the two. You can very gay experience. That's a very gay experience because that happens in the same night. <laughs> so, <laughs> but well, you said quality eye. over quantity, but with BB, she gives us both. It's it's that is a lot, true. a lot of content and it's always quality. So we are blessed. Justice for call on me. Mm.
0: Yes, I was really thinking about that this week. Yeah, and well, sacrifice. But like, obviously, you're always I thinking mean, about how sacrifice. Many times can we
2: you can lead the gays to sacrifice, but they aren't always going to stream it.
0: Oh. You
2: know? Fact. Yeah. But we try. We do.
0: So, yeah. Also, I would like to give a shout-out to... Why did this autocorrect? To Shallow.
2: I thought, I thought we were having a, a Star is Born I, 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 moment.
0: not off the deep end. No alley main. Although Deep End is a bop by John Summit. Um, Shallow is back with his second album called In Touch. If you're looking for something that is just optimistic, good vibe, housey with a beat. Mm -hmm. Highly recommend. Very different from his first album. And he talked about how he wanted to just have fun and not take music so seriously. And you could hear it in this album. So I stan. I think he's very
2: inspiring.
0: He also complimented me when I did his remix contest. So like... Unrelated. Yeah. (laughs) But like, you know... No,
2: No relation to praising the work.
0: No. Yes.
2: But love that yeah bops i also before we get into this one i want to shout out two quick anniversaries that happened this week shout out you know while everyone was talking about a certain album over the weekend uh it should have been this one of course which is the saturdays chasing lights debut album 2008 15 years ago really feeling the uh age at this point the girls shot out like a cannon with the uh, up banger work banger this is love banger and it samples yeah the same song that heidi's uh, body language does have I- you listened to that album by the way Heidi? that that
0: song is from oh yaz
2: yazoo yazoo mm-hmm. no i haven't it's so good i have to check it out I'm yeah it up okay well <clears throat> so that's just a little shout out to- that's my uk half minute
0: Saturday. I forgot that, that was on here.
2: <laughs> Perfect. And then shout out to Madonna for Nothing Fails. The remixes are out now from the continued digitalization of her back catalog. One of my favorites. I feel a spiritual cousin successor to Like Prayer from the American Life album. They did a little write-up about it. Uh, Guy Sigsworth co-wrote it of Imogen Heap fame, among many others. And it's just a fave, so... Shout out to Nothing fails and all the remixes and there's like nobody knows me remix from Above and Beyond on there. There's a really Ugh, it's Above good, and
0: Beyond's Madonna remixes yeah. are so good.
2: Um, Peter Rauhofer and th- there's a bunch. So they need to go back to remixing like the pop girls.
0: They do well. Trance is in. Like imagine Above and Beyond with BB Rexa. I don't Ugh, think
2: they've worked together, have they? That would be delightful. No, I don't think so. That would be amazing. Ooh, yeah. While I was streaming the Saturdays' "Chasing Lights," other people were Me. streaming 1989 Taylor's version out now. You might have not heard about it because it's kind of a low under the radar release, but it's here. It is here. Uh, for t- 2014 originally, so almost a decade ago. We were we were New York girls, just like Taylor, mm-hmm. the native New Yorker that she is. <laughs> Well. Welcome to New York. Oh God, we need a native New
0: Yorker Wendy's version. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We sure, certainly do. Yeah, there was a
2: lot of throwback footage. Thank you for
0: watching. <laughs> I honestly feel like I can monologue that whole thing oh, too. Sh-
2: I mean, one day you have to do that as a Halloween. And this costume. is
0: for New, New York. York. Young and pretty. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: With the giant lips. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Iconic.
2: So the album that. Cursed us with Shake It Off is here, but also blessed us with style and out of the woods. And clean. And clean. And new romantics. And new romantics. More blessings than curses. Is here with new production, remastered, re recorded, reimagined without Max Martin and Shellback. But with Jack Antonoff, she's here. What do you think?
0: Well, I. Mr. Producer Girl. Immediately pressed play on clean of course obviously and it is so clean fucking good i think it's better than the original i think so too it's so well imogen produced this one
2: yeah i think i think on both but well probably had a larger hand in this one i would yeah. imagine but yeah this it just sounds crisper when the vocals are I, I think are more to the forefront
0: yeah, the vocals are more to the forefront. The new image and vocals feel a little fuller. Yeah, Ugh, It's just so good.
2: Yeah, for the most part, I think it's a rich audio experience all over again. And I don't, I don't pick out too many differences, but I, I don't have that trained Swifty ear necessarily. However, there is one misstep in my opinion, and that is Miss, yeah, Miss Style. She's it's giving Spotify karaoke sessions audio. A little bit a little bit kids bop a little it was
0: called style and I don't know what happened there I should put that back on the rack um <laughs> yeah that was I was trying to figure out like what it was about it mm-hmm. and I think that there is a lack of layering yes I think there's an oomph yeah that Max the og does. one has like a if you there's a subtle reverb underneath the vocal um, she's the producer that has like a I don't know like a there's an effect there. Well, Max it's just, just knows how to produce
2: for pop, top forty pop, and shell back in a way that r- literally pops to the to the ear. There's a reason he makes ear candy pop, and so yeah, it's yeah. hard to replicate.
0: And the impacts and like the and all that—they're not as um full. Yeah, yeah. They turn down the reverb, and they—it's very crisp.
2: Yeah, I mean it is you know, getting picky with these things at a certain level. But that one was the one that I was actually like noticeably like,
0: Hmm. Yeah.
2: But other ones I think improved the
0: new, new romantics. Yeah. Love.
2: Yeah. So, you know, and then we've got the vault tracks, including slut, which turned out to be not so slutty. Oh, she's a chiller girl than I think the girls wanted. I yeah, was hoping I listened
0: to these ones and I was like, I don't care. Right. Sorry. <laughs>
2: I don't like I. Well, there she goes. <laughs> like when confirmed, Clean hates is there, Taylor Swift.
0: Am I going to spend an hour listening to Clean on repeat or am I going to listen to a song I don't know? I'm going to listen to Clean on repeat. Well, there you go. So there's only 24 hours in a day. Sorry.
2: <laughs> I think the clearest standout is Say, Don't Go, because uh, say. <laughs> and uh, is it over now? Also, I liked that one, which is about. Harry Styles, so...
0: That's also what a lot of people are saying
2: about Taylor.
0: <laughs> like, this year. <laughs> I'm kidding.
2: Oh my god. Is this the final thing? Oh, no. Reputation and debut still incoming.
0: Oh, no, I mean, like, for the year? Like, can we breathe?
2: I think so. Okay. I... I yeah. Okay. You never know. It's heard. true. I'm like, she's gonna do a, a Christmas. Christmas tree farm yeah. Taylor's version. Yeah, well, you never know, really. But... Maybe she should she... do a Christmas album. <sighs> oh,
0: I'm I mean, <laughs> no, stream coming down your <laughs> chimney. I'm just kidding. She's
2: got enough on her plate. We we've got plenty of Taylor content, I think. Yeah. Everybody's very well fed who likes to eat that food.
0: Oh my god, I know what she should cover. And I'm only saying this cuz I love the song Colby Calais, Mistletoe. Oh. Taylor's version,
2: <laughs> she could. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Almost 100% certain at some point in her career a Christmas album will come. That seems inevitable.
0: An Imogen-produced Taylor Swift Christmas album, number one on the charts right there.
2: That would be good. Or just uh, Imogen. That too. You know, maybe just an Imogen Heap album. (laughs) Concept there. Taylor Swift rises up for the Super Bowl. Imogen Heap rises up. Taylor descends. (laughs) Imogen performs Good Night and Go. (laughs) There's my Super Bowl concept.
0: The early Imogen stuff needs another revisiting. It sure does. Like, I want to have another remix happen from like an old Imogen song. Yeah. That didn't get as much love as like, yeah. Hide and seek, right? That's the big
2: one, right? I'm gonna have
0: to look that one up. Yeah. Well, speaking of the holiday season, everybody... (laughs) My new single comes out (laughs) (laughs) at midnight on Thursday. So Friday, well, Friday at 12 a.m.
2: November the 3rd. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I had to push back a week because I didn't want to outsell Taylor. Yeah, that was kind of you, actually. figured I would give her a moment. It is very generous of you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So you're welcome, Taylor. Yeah. But yeah, the pre-save is available. I want to say thank you because I have over a hundred pre saves and I'm fucking oh, shook. I love that shook, and that's just on Spotify.
2: A lot of girls should be scared around here.
0: Oh my god, it's so cool. Man. It's just like silly and stupid and whatever. I'm like, I'm excited.
2: Lady Gaga when she released Xmas Tree. Bob, <laughs> her explaining to the producer. Yeah,
0: I, I used that. It's just like silly and info. stupid. Yeah. <laughs> oh ho, Christmas. Mm-hmm.
2: She's coming.
0: She is, and also. Next week we will be off from the podcast because you <laughs> oh, yeah, that's are right. going to see Kylie. I'm literally in Vegas running and... away
2: when you release your single. I'm crossing <laughs> the <Fake> country. <laughs> I will have to hear it later than others, right? How does that work? Have I been on the west coast when something dropped and I have? Do I have yeah, to you'll wait? be
0: you'll be three hours behind. Oh my
2: god, I'll have to wait for three hours.
0: Well, Because remember when mm-hmm. we were in Vegas when um Do What You Want with Xtina.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, performing it in the hotel room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do remember that. Mm-hmm. It's fine. It is. It is. I'll listen to it over there. Yeah. Well, you've
0: already heard it enough. I'll play it in Vegas. You've heard all the versions of it. That's
2: true. Yeah. Wow. I'll do promo in Vegas. That's Street Team. Oh, my God. You know, that's international. The- <gasps> Oh, Internet. my God.
0: If I had like a million dollars, you could do like a promo campaign with yeah. all of the, um, the, you know, I'll the cards. I'll hang up some signs on some slot machines. Well, you know the cards in Vegas. Yeah. Oh. For the, for the girls. Yeah. If you know what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't know if they still do that. I feel like the first time I went to Vegas was like... 2013? No, I went before that. Oh. Um, because I saw the Britney breathing Slave For You wax figure oh, in Lord. Vegas. But I can't think of a song that was out then. Oh. It was high school. Oh. But when you would walk on the streets, there'd be all the trading cards for, you know, you could call a number, get a little girl for you if you wanted. Yeah. That is literally like, I'm coming down your chimney promo. That's so true. You could
2: make a really good ad.
0: Wait until you see what I'm fucking with for the music video.
2: My husband is dead. All I want is coming down (laughs) my chimney. (laughs) Yeah. Call
0: here. I'm making like a really ridiculous, like, tacky karaoke music video edit. Love that. Yeah. Remind me to show you before we wrap. Okay. Anyway,
2: I digress. Yeah. So I will be uh, over in Vegas. So, and the reason is because oh, I'm going yeah. to be seeing <laughs> <laughs> you're going to be seeing Kylie, but Kylie opening night in Do not fret. Yeah.
0: There will be a special episode in the holiday spirit for everyone over on Patreon. That's right. Well, now that we finally close the chapter on the events of this week. Hmm. I think it's time we open another book. Ooh, crack it open.
2: The Woman in Me. The Woman in Me out now. You did the audiobook in the morning. I did the audio book in the morning and got the book book physical. It's got the little rose inside too. When you open, if you take the jacket off, it's got the rose emoji at the front of the oh. book. Oh. hmm Not the emoji, but like a rose.
0: Gotcha. Yeah.
2: It embossed in pink. Ooh. Mm-hmm. That's expensive to emboss. Yeah, yeah. So I've heard Michelle Williams and, and have the physical book. Now, we talked about it at length, certainly at length. A lot. During the live chat. But uh, we'll cover our highlights, I guess, during, during this, this main episode as well. But if you want to go through the deep dive of it all, you can listen to the live chat if you're subscribed on Patreon. I think one of the big takeaways that we kind of settled in on about the book is that we felt like it was part of her story, but not the whole story. Yeah. But it was an important, obviously, overview of everything that happened. I think probably the biggest takeaways from a distance, it was very much childhood into how she got into the industry, into how everything both skyrocketed and then came tumbling, and the conservatorship. Very, very briefly, like post-conservatorship at the end there. And I do think it was sort of a mad dash to get to the conservatorship years and for good reason, because that's a story she wanted to get out there. I think, yeah, there was a lot of information at once we're still processing. For all the headlines that came out before the book came out, I still felt there was a lot in there that wasn't spoiled by the press. Um, Agreed. I think the most obvious things were publicized ahead of the book by the outlets because People remember Britney and Justin, people remember the media battles with Christina, they remember certain parts of pop culture. So of course that's what the outlets are gonna lead with. And also anything any mentions of Sam, any mentions of any celebrity, like from a celeb- celebrity memoir standpoint, they they grab the names that you know first, I think. Even though, like obviously a big part of the story is the conservatorship, her father, Lou Taylor, which as I said on the live, like if you're Susie in the Midwest, going by...
0: Susie? The The craziest (laughs) thing about me is I never bought store-bought pesto. (laughs) Not that Susie. Not that Susie.
2: If you're rolling by with your car down the supermarket and you're looking at the tabloids and stuff, Lou Taylor is not a name that's going to jump out at you like Britney and Justin. It's just not. So I think it's not surprising that that half of the book was much less... It didn't lead with that in the media. Like, of course not. I am sort of annoyed that the Justin of it all is huge takeaway from this book because as much as it is very much important to the overall story like it's not what she's talking about towards the back half at all which I feel like is not as much publicized in, in the media in telling her story but, but I also think
0: the context of the Justin story is hugely important
2: yeah oh totally but I think if you just drill it down to little quotes of course it doesn't you know everyone wants the shady shady clapbacks like what's the what are the shady things she said about Kevin and Justin and like right bless his heart bless his heart there are a few there are a few fun digs in there for sure but there need there needed to be greater context about how the length of their relationship and how close and and what they had gone through together and to really understand the full story which is why I was annoyed when people are like what are the highlights I'm like you need to read it to understand everything like yeah just like Who does she drag?
0: It's not a book I feel like you can just open to a chapter Mm. and start in the middle of the book.
2: Right. You need to read it through. Yeah, I think one of the most illuminating things of the book actually is from the get-go because it really tells you how chaotic reference her family was from the jump and also how eerily prophetic her family was going back to her grandfather and grandmother and the mental hospital of it all and the lithium. Like, there was a lot put in motion before her and in her family dynamics that was already a recipe for disaster hearing about her upbringing the daiquiris at 13 smoking sex whatever which like i'm not shaming or anything but it's like these things add context to the greater story not even being a virgin by the time she debuted which is like such a part of her narrative in the media when she debuted as we talked about in the live chat which is insane to think about now that we even talked about her virginity and to the amount that we did she had to maintain a lie pretty much from the get-go, this like virginal pop princess thing. Talking about her virginity from the very beginning was entirely inappropriate and something that, as a society, we have moved away from. We're still bad in other ways, but I do feel like that was exclusively of that era, was talking about promise rings, virginity, sex, uh, in a way that was just so out-of-pocket and so... So inappropriate for the time and and in general, in general, so I feel like it's another reminder. I mean, we hit on those topics in those documentaries, which also exposed a lot of the language used around her at the time and the inappropriateness that interviewers and headlines would have around her. in her own words, she talks about that as well. I think also, like a big takeaway is as a fan, I feel like we can identify parts in her career that we wish she would have gone in on more in the book because we're being selfish reference. (laughs) Um I like this is not the big important part of telling this overall story, but obviously I would have loved a whole chapter dedicated to I Run Away and Before the Goodbye, an original doll. And the the list goes on and on. The circus tour, the ins and outs of it, the guy scaring her on stage fatal and britney Jean get pretty much overlooked intentionally in this book, but you know the biggest mysteries surround britney Jean still to this day that we have a ton of questions about there's just from the artistry perspective, obviously I would have loved a lot more than what we got and I do think it is a fairly short book, and I wouldn't have minded another hundred pages just to you know get some of that info, but that's like the stand talking, so I realized that a lot of this book is therapeutic and trauma and wanting to express it finally so no maybe she's not thinking about original doll when she's relaying all this information about the hospitals and the court dates and things like that like that's probably not top of mind however if the book needed to take longer in order to get like a more fleshed out story i would have loved that too i didn't love that the book was coming pretty much from day 1 of being freed from the conservatorship because I was like, there's not, there's no possible way you can reflect on what just happened because it just happened. There's probably a lot of legal things that are still in play that she purposely can't talk about in the book and stuff. And so that's almost frustrating because I feel like there's not enough time for an overview of what just happened yet. But then again, as a friend was pointing out, like maybe part of this is to get this out quick to also let the public know about what happened to her. And if there's, like, litigation, she names names and numbers. She drops receipts in this book. And I think we were talking about how if you needed to pass that legally through those people, they would need to challenge it with their own numbers to prove they're wrong. And so that's kind of one way of getting them is, like, all right, well, then. It's you know.
0: letting them know there are receipts. There are receipts. Here.
2: Yeah. And she did talk about her receipt bowl. At one point in the book, too. she She keeps receipts quite literally. But it was a difficult read. It was hard. It was traumatic, upsetting, heartbreaking, and painful to hear that she didn't like so many things or didn't feel in control at the time of so many things that we love. I, as a fan, can't help but be very sad to hear that she would rather break an arm or leg than continue the Onyx Hotel tour. At the time, we thought she was essentially dikmatized by Kevin Federline she was doing Britney and Kevin chaotic she looked in that documentary like she was just fully over the moon with him and didn't want to care about her career but it does sound like she was somewhat tortured by this tour which is a shame to hear yeah there's there's definitely like a section of her career that i many sections that i wish it were elaborated on but again that's sort of the stand jumping out of wanting to hear more about and also because we even did that whole podcast to defend the fact that she was more plugged in and in control and involved in the music making and all in the creative and all that stuff. So I wanted her to sort of own her contributions more in the book to really be like, and I thought of this and I did this and I co-wrote this. Cause we've, we argue that all the time. And to some degree that did happen. It's cool that she mentioned like the, the famous, you know, changing the baby video was her idea I guess adding Madonna I don't think we knew that she added Madonna to me against the music herself. No, that was that new. was new. And I don't think we knew I knew she loved Blackout, but Blackout sounds like the one for her. I've always been a staunch in the zone defender as like her taking the reins creatively. And I do think it's true to a degree, but Blackout really does seem like the one for her. Which not it's not like I don't also love Blackout, but she, I loved
0: that she highlighted the facts, and I'm paraphrasing here because I didn't pull the exact quote, but she was saying like I was supposedly having the worst time of my life, but I made the best work. Like she acknowledged the fact that like there was genius, yeah, in that moment in time. Totally, I think which the- we had always said like yeah, this is brilliant. Like she's in control here. She's EPing this. No one's giving her enough credit. Yeah, this I think was a huge highlight to hear her be like, yeah, I fucking did that.
2: Yeah, for sure. I think one of the things that will stay with me on the lighter side is that she said hot as ice was her most spiritual session in the studio as she performed it twice in front of six quiet men, which was just... I immediately went back to my blackout demos and listened to that as she talked about singing maybe the highest she's ever. You couldn't have told me that hot as ice was her spiritual moment in the studio. That was shocking. But I mean, whenever it's like clearly a direct Britney quote it's like it's always something you're like Wait, what it was that it was like oh
0: kind of like private show yeah. she's like really like going there Whaling. so I bet she yeah she felt that that was like well just, just to... just for
2: the, the the belted note and where are you now album uh, too but inter- there were so many interesting moments that I'm thinking of on the fly when she said she was inspired by tainted love as inspiring her delivery um, at the beginning of like how she formed her voice or what she was wanting to sing like, that was like, oh, wow. Looking up to Mariah, darling, and that picture that we have being more meaningful to her than the award that she won, which I think many people would also feel the same way. Yeah. Relatable queen. One of my favorite chapters as well is, of course, Madonna dropping by in her New York City apartment, peering over on the on the window and going, nice view. <laughs> And then eventually doing a a red string Kabbalah ceremony with her and in a way mothering, you know, some mentoring there for a time, at least. That made me feel good that I think there are some maybe quieter moments with Madonna that we don't know about, that it wasn't just public facing. Mm. I don't think we knew anything about that story. No. So that's really cool.
0: My overall thoughts, now that I've had a week to process... I feel like the book should not have been marketed as a memoir necessarily. Mm -hmm. I feel like it almost teed it up incorrectly for me as like a diehard fan. I feel like my Stan glasses, like thinking of the great mysterious book Mm -hmm. and the way that this book rolled out, I went into this a little disappointed. I'm not going to lie. I felt like it wasn't like as the Stan, it wasn't like, empowering her discography and her artistry in the way that I thought it deserved. But then when I listened to the book, finished the book, to me, the book is its own chapter and a bigger story. It's like, this is the story of the conservatorship and getting out of it is honestly what this book to me was, but it needed to have her childhood story. Mm -hmm. It needed to have her... Early days in the industry and the way that she was treated from literally day one, mm-hmm. it needed to have the context of Justin. It needed to have the context of how she was treated after the breakup and all the things that she went through and Blackout. It needed to have the context of all of those stories in her life to explain the conservatorship, what yeah. happened. And by the end of the book, I was like, oh, she is still healing. Yeah. And she talks about that. And so when I finished the audiobook, I was like, oh, this really wasn't necessarily a memoir. It was memoir-ish, but it was a story that she wanted to tell for right now. Mm -hmm. And I still think in 10 years from now or whenever, I don't know, numbers or whatever, there is a bigger picture that would be more triumphant and celebratory. And I could see her having a chapter like Mariah had a, Right. Where she really gets into like a song or a video or yeah. what this meant or what this symbolism was or what this was like on set or yeah. a, a book for like the stand stands to me this was like if you were keeping up with Britney in the peripheral which mm-hmm. a lot of friends of mine were yeah this is going to paint a context for you that's going to help make things make sense I think agreed and I think that's who this book was for it was like a mm-hmm. a general public. I need to tell my side of the story Mm -hmm. versus a in-depth memoir. right? And so I really enjoyed it. I also thought it was a hard read. I think the saddest thing for me to hear her talk about was that like the only time she felt free was when she was singing.
2: Yeah. Ugh, that's heartbreaking. Yeah. The little glimpses into the ways that she tried to connect or get out of it in later years, like. I don't know if we knew about the 2014 attempt. She said no. like she tried to ask to be out of it then or something and then th- yeah and then or talk- there was
0: like a rumor of it but I mm-hmm. it, or like something in the blogs but I don't
2: yeah. Yeah. There was talking about the hairdresser who kind of told her that her schedule was too much and then immediately got replaced. There was all these like little things that are so Confirming heartbreaking.
0: they kept Fee away from her. Telling her that they
2: Felicia. told they told Felicia, Brittany doesn't want you around anymore, which is heartbreaking, yeah, there's a lot of just torture, really, and mind games at play, which was the whole insidious part of this whole thing is the lying and the close attentive telling prospective boyfriends her sexual and medical history and making them do blood tests ahead of time and stuff. It just really dehumanizes her and and humiliates her before date one. Just shocking things. I mean, we knew about when Iggy like spilled, that they did a search of the home before the, the, the salad dinner, uh, that nobody could have any drugs or anything or drinking. So we had gotten glimpses from the outside, especially in the recent two or three, three or four years. But yeah, to hear it all at once was really hard. I was shocked that she even name-dropped some of the more recent boyfriends, and it didn't seem like she resented them much either. No.
0: Yeah. Another takeaway for me on that subject was I was shocked at how much grace she gave people who wronged her. Yeah. Like we've always kind of assumed that she was an optimist Mm -hmm. and resilient is like something we've always described her as. Yeah. And after reading her own words, that is confirmed. Like despite how awful people treat her, Mm -hmm. she still does seem to have an optimistic silver lining Of like, you did this horrible thing to me, but like, don't be mean to them or like, I don't want to, you know, she still always maintains that, which is remarkable that she can still have that light and positivity despite all of this.
2: It was interesting to hear her perspective on Kevin and when they divorced and how she didn't like that the public was making fun of him and mocking him because at the end of the day, it's still her children's father. And that's very humiliating. I, not that he deserves grace, but you have to remember that this is somebody who just went through a breakup, and they don't want to be also embarrassed that they dated like an idiot. It was kind of just rubbing it in her face that he was a schmuck, and so it's like y- when you hear it from her perspective, it's like, oh yeah, like to be cheering about it, it is, changes like so much yeah, of the the dialogue from back yeah, then, like
0: confetti, and it's like, oh
2: ooh, yeah, ugh. of course she doesn't. At the end of the date those children are with him and you don't want your kids to see negative headlines about your parents. Like you just, you want to keep it as normal for them as possible and in very unnatural state. And of course you don't want to bad mouth no matter how much trash she was. So it just puts into perspective. And like you said, like she's so overly kind and overly forgiving and that is a recipe for disaster in this very cold hearted, industry that is so duplicitous and and sick and she's too sweet a soul to be in something like this you've got a lot of people worming their way into her life as she pointed out every man who gets into her orbit cannot handle it the fame which i think is a really wise observation at least she's aware of that that like as soon as they get into this closed circle they spiral out for one reason or another because they can't handle this fame which a lot of celebrities say a lot of powerful woman say and you know you've got like sharon madonna and similarly it all doesn't work out but i feel like she really gave us a lot more context about how hard hard she took the justin breakup which lasted for years really at least as much as she told us to be like really thinking about that she was affected at the 2007 vmas thinking about he having audience members shimmy their boobs on him while she was embarrassed backstage it's like Oh yeah, like she was still having a lot of feelings then, obviously, and it's it's just a lot of context and realizing how hurt she was, and then because we didn't know about the abortion story and all of that, of course she needed a lot of time to heal that she didn't get, and that royally fucked her up, I'm sure.
0: Yeah, someone said in the live chat they were like, she, if you think about it, she truly never took a break, like even when they said like I'm, she said like, I'm taking a break, she never really did. No, no. Which kind of, which boiled up to the the Onyx Hotel tour when she was like, I want, she break. literally manifested a break. Yes. Because she was like, I just, I need to get off this train.
2: Yeah, completely. So
0: note on the 2007 VMAs though, oh. that I was thinking while I was reading this book, because mm. she was like, she talked about it and she's like, you know, performers have bad performances and like, yeah, I think we need to reshape the word bad here. Okay. That is true. We all have like a quote unquote bad performance. Like even listening to this podcast, like there are some that are funnier than others. But I will just say, I don't remember anyone else's quote unquote bad performances. That performance was iconic. It is pop culture history. She It's not quote unquote bad.
2: But I was going to say is it's not, it is quote unquote bad by Britney's standards because she set the bar so high. Every VMAs. And and none of the the girls girls now. No, I know it. I know
0: it. The stand is jumping out. Let me sit down. What really 98 happened 8% is... 98% of the VMA performances that happened, no one remembers. <laughs> yeah. And is talking about 10, 15, 20 years later. So...
2: If we're being honest, she raised the bar every single time. So that is why that performance stands out because the last time she did it, I believe, was 2003 with The Kiss. So at that point, you've you've brought the um, expectations to a fever pitch of like, okay, she, she's had a snake, she's stripped, she's kissed. What could she possibly do this time? And when it was just a performance with no With a
0: fucking iconic song, with an iconic <laughs> song, but all there, time. Is, but
2: there's no gag on this performance. Every performance had a gag. Every maybe performance, it was a gag. Well, yes, it was in yeah. the end. But like that is what set this up so much beyond just yes, she felt unprepared for it, and it wasn't her sharpest choreo. But like people were just set up for an impossible expectation at that point. So I think that is. Part of why it all crumbled, and people were actively rooting against her. It was a time of great backlash against her. I mean, since the Justin breakup, to be honest, and from the beginning too. Like people hated. I remember the Spear Britney shirts at Hot Topic because people hated the bubblegum pop princess. Mm-hmm. Uh, the
0: oh the horror. The oh the magazine, horror Entertainment Weekly cover, which is iconic. I have it in yes, Legends
2: Finder. Same, but yeah, I, that's a great point to bring up.
0: Right, it's like Britney at quote unquote bad right is still iconic
2: i mean i really do hope that this was a healing process for her and that she was at least able to get this version of the story out real fast because i do think it can be fleshed out in a couple years i think there are like literally court dates coming up in recent weeks so it's still about this situation and it's like and the divorce and and the divorce the book is like the technically d- dated if you div- think about it the the fact that the book was dated the second like it dropped because of the divorce was also upsetting because I the wedding the wedding isn't in it. The the fact that like it kind of ends on like, well I'll start a family with Sam. It's just I, I would have liked a few more years of perspective and most importantly for her to get out of the limelight to like fully dive in because at the end of the day, like when we talk about her not being able to take a break, like at the end of the day I do wish that she will take some time not maybe in L.A., but like... Out of Hollywood. Out of Hollywood. Out of the industry. Out of the industry and just actively doing, like, yoga and teaching the girls to dance and... Oh, that moment.
0: Yeah, and
2: just doing something low-key and chill because at the end of the day, this was also still a big spectacle and I did worry about how this attention would affect her. I just think that, yeah, I would have loved Perspective. Now, if this helps with her court proceedings i don't know you know to get the story out faster or to get those um numbers out faster that story is not over there are still people who are accountable who still need to be held accountable in court so i don't know i feel like this is a part
0: yeah this book is a chapter in a bigger
2: story yeah but incredibly proud of her for putting together the story to now in the way that she wanted to tell it I do feel like it's uh, sort of written as though her website, like, Stream of Consciousness... Letters of Truth. Letters of Truth with, like, connective tissue to help the stories all sort of coalesce. But, yeah. I definitely think the stands kind of knew more or less a lot of this, but not the specific details. Onyx Hotel... The fact that she was the one that sabotaged the domination
0: reveal was wild. I think that was the most shocking for me as like, that a was, diehard stand. That was shocking
2: that she even mentioned it. To it changes
0: honest. the entire way that that event was perceived.
2: Yeah. At the time, we were yelling at Larry for creating a event that would make her be socially anxious, which is to a degree true. But Yeah, it's true. But uh, at the same time, I love that it was an act of defiance of her yeah. purposely walking past the cameras. She didn't want to do that shit. And I do like that she acknowledged that she did not give it her all on stage because I think and she kind of said it she owed it to the fans to be honest that like no I wasn't really flipping my hair or really trying in parts because I was doing the bare minimum that I had to do I didn't want to do this like that makes a
0: lot of sense with especially the world tour yes because we talked I mean we talked about this she wanted to go to Atlantic vacation
2: City. and instead they took away her what it was like the entire the, summer The yes She said, I was really looking forward to this. I don't want to do this. And they said, tough. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: That changes, like, the entire... I mean, yeah. When we were in Atlantic City, and she's like, wow, this reminds me of Louisiana. And we were like, oh, she's over it. Pissed, yeah. And now it all makes sense. Yeah.
2: I think a lot of fans had always knew it didn't feel good at times more than others. But one time that did start to feel good, as we haven't talked about yet, is Glory. Oh, And... This is... uh,
0: so makes me so happy.
2: She... I think, well, I was also shocked. We had talked about this in the Britney pod, but I had friends who were in attendance who told us that she did mention the conservatorship in a Jonathan Ross interview that got cut out, and she mentions that in the book. Yeah. Which is, that I was shook by that. But yeah, she said that meeting Justin and Julia sort of reinvigorated invigorated her creatively, and she started to feel the spark again a little bit, and she asked her boys to name the album, and... You could tell. I mean, now that... You really could tell. Now that we've got, like, the unreleased Glory cover in Chains... Breaking out of the house. It's like, yeah, like it's... it was screaming at us from from afar for years, but it's good to know that what we felt, we knew that there was some sort of spark happening during Glory. Yeah, you. I mean, you could see it the entire year.
0: Yeah. In London, you could hear it in our voice in the radio interviews. You could see it on stage. Yes, The fire in her eyes, the stands. we always say.
2: Yes, of course. She wanted No Seas Cortez in the Vegas show. She couldn't get it for a while. Which, like, yeah. Taste. But yeah, it sounded like she had to put up a lot of fights to change Vegas in any way that she knew that would be good and get naked into the show because... And the thing is, like all of her changes that she wanted to make are like fan favorites and they're like moments that would have made the show better. You can almost feel them be like stick to the standards, yeah. stick to the whatever, we, you know. We're not changing this production. Right. And she knew.
0: No one else was on my mind. The, the glory and how she was talking about how they wouldn't let her make changes yeah. at all and that, infuriated her. Mm-hmm. And that's a lot of the anger. The Jamie Lynn remixes and a lot of this anger is like not letting her essentially be creative. Mm-hmm. And if you think back to 2016, the performances that she ate the fuck up were all entirely different. Yeah. Make me at the VMAs, the BBMA's medley, that 30 minute, which I still t- like uh, justice for that fucking iHeartRadio. Yeah. That was better then a Super Bowl performance. Mm -hmm. It was 30 minutes. She did not break through it. It was all new choreo, all new routines. She was on fire. You could tell, like it confirmed exactly what she was writing about in the book. Like if you just let me be creative and do new things Mm -hmm. and deliver new things for my fans, that's what I want. And that year proved it.
2: Yeah. You know, it was, it's hard and it makes a lot of fans feel complex feelings about Supporting anything, you know, especially from 2008 onward and how, how unhappy she was when she yeah. was putting out those products. I'm just really glad that she was able to speak on her own terms about this and put it all out there about how much was restricted, the the settings on the phone and everything, just all of that. Parental settings and all of that. And calling out people in the circle that we would know would follow her, like Robin. And to know her true feelings on those people. Yeah. Very illuminating.
0: It's like all the people you just like see around, but you didn't know anything. Yes. Everything was all very elusive.
2: Very elusive. And it truly didn't ever feel like that for another pop star to this degree. No. We were always very uncomfy about it. It makes a lot of sense. I think there's a lot of things that aren't said in the book that are equally as telling. And I don't know... Where everything stands, Uh, one of the big things people are pointing out, there is no mention of Samus. sorry, of Sam Lutfi. And my thought, and I don't know if it's true, is because of the restraining order, I don't know if she even can or maybe just wants to because I know there was a restraining order in place at one point or it continues to be. But then she also references Adnan, the photographer, as only the photographer, but we know who she's talking about during that era. That era is very broad in some ways. When she's talking about that romance and not mentioning him at all.
0: I almost think it's kind of
2: badass that she doesn't even give them the... Yeah, that could be another reason.
0: It's like, in a way, by just being like, that photographer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That man. It's yeah. very like, it's saying a lot without actually naming the mm-hmm. name.
2: Yeah. So they're I thought that. it was
0: badass that she didn't even give them the... Yeah. Because then think of all the headlines. If they would have been like, oh, all the people name dropped, it mm-hmm. would have given them all this press. And True. like... By just saying, Oh, the photographer let people
2: Yeah, maybe it was intentional not to lift their names up any further. I know that people were chomping at the bit to have something about Christina in this book and Jimmy Kimmel was asking and everyone was like thirsty for like deep, deep draggings. No. No. You know, she the one story that people are pointing to about her being quote unquote a mess in LA at one time, they were like swimming. Together yeah. with like, the dancers, we were out with the
0: dancers. I saw Christina. She seemed messed up.
2: Yeah, to me that was really relaying that everyone was able to have fun with mm-hmm. whatever substances without her.
0: Yeah, I didn't look at it as shade. I no thought of it like, oh, we're out, we're celebrating. Everyone else gets to indulge however they choose yeah. to, but I can't.
2: Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. I think she was feeling a certain way during stripped and the tour. With oh yeah, they yeah. went back and forth. And yeah
0: in interviews and TRL and things like that but I think it
2: says a lot that it's not rehashed like fans do now yeah like she if she had those feelings I'm sure it would have come across in general she shows a lot of grace truly to everyone in this book even you know the biggest even like the the
0: apologizing to the people who helped her do the marble floors (laughs) when she was like I was just so mean then like I was pregnant and yeah. stressed and yeah, I'm sorry true. to the people who helped me yeah. do the marble in my house was like
2: yeah oh, like I get it but you know for all the anger that Justin's currently receiving online and I did predict the thrashings because of the way he was doing promo lately I found it obviously very interesting I think of the family Brian seems to have maybe the most leeway I I don't know how to describe it but She doesn't seem to hate Brian. No. She's definitely come for Jamie Lynn quite a bit in the book. But even at the end, she's like, I love my sister. And one day, maybe, you know, that's still my sister, quote unquote. She's obviously, you know, written off the father and the mother to a certain degree. But I think there's maybe a door open probably for Brian based on the book. But for the most part, I think that bridge is deservedly burned. And we'll see what comes of it legally or just in how she operates moving forward. I don't know. The ending was a little unsettlingly like open-ended because it was so close to the end of the conservatorship. Again, would wish for that five or ten years to be like, and then I thrived by doing XYZ and you know, went to teach kids and found my passion for the spark for dance and art and went on to do this or whatever. It's that kind of thing that you kind of get from a lot of the memoirs that isn't in this, which is unique of like what happened after the big horrible thing, kind of. It's just so fresh.
0: I really did love that she talked about like feeling connected to God through creativity. That is something that I really connect with her on when she's like, I feel most connected to heaven when I am like singing, which is like your creativity. Mm. And so I hope that, yeah, she's able to have time to play, like the the hairdresser told her. Like you need time to play and be creative and Yeah. Just express yourself and Totally. Yeah. It's a hopeful ending. And I also
2: I actually really appreciated the hold me closer part because it did sound like she genuinely felt something from that. She was starstruck. By by Mariah, by Madonna, by Elton, she is a fan of legends, and she was honored to do the Elton song, and it sounds like that was a little a little tick of confidence for her, at least. So I'm I'm glad that she liked it because it did feel like a little boost for her. But yeah, the the rest is still unwritten. Yeah, um, I think in closing, I could say
0: that overall, I feel like the one takeaway the biggest takeaway is that she loves her kids oh yeah from this book like leaving the end kind of like well this is open ended where are we going from here i feel like my hope is that they will realize that she loves her kids with everything and she endured a lot because she loves them so i hope that there's a reconciliation that can happen there
2: yeah that was I got emotional a few times, but the first time was in the actual first seconds of the book when she herself in her own voice has dedicated to my boys, I love you, to something of that effect. And I just teared up because it's knowing the state of things currently. That's just so, so heartbreaking. And truly, that is the theme of this book underneath it all. Like, she loves those boys. Yeah, so. like, I did
0: this for my kids. Yeah. I agreed to this because I love my boys. Yeah. I suffered from this because I love my kids so
2: yeah I hope for that too I hope there is a reconciliation after the the dust settles from this yeah it needs time yeah but if nothing else to hear from her perspective themselves yeah um, you know it is that's a rough scenario yeah that's I guess those are our main takeaways from the book. You know, we're still processing. We did only read it a few days ago, but... Yeah, I
0: feel like I have different revelations. There's, yeah, like I'm still... The, two, the 2016 revelation hit me the other day when I was like, I was on a YouTube, as I'm sure most of you do the same thing. Yeah. Rewatching the Billboard Music Awards medley. And mm-hmm. then I went on a spiral and I was like, I this is what she talked about in the book. She wanted to do new shit. And I'm like, wait... So I'm like going through. So yeah, still having revelations every day. But also, if you are curious, pun intended, I thought the audiobook was very well done. I've actually... Oh, as
2: for Michelle herself?
0: I was... I did not want to do it because I was like, it's not Britney. I don't want to listen to it. Yeah. But it was very well done. I actually, in certain moments, felt like I was listening to Britney talk. There was like something in the way that she delivered this audiobook. Oh, yeah. That felt... Not like an impersonation, but there was an infliction in certain words that she nailed. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I really liked it. It was a good listen. So. Definitely.
2: Yeah, She she's a, a student of... I mean, she's a studied actress and award-winning actress. Of course, she watched yeah. interviews and stuff beforehand and sort of took on the spirit, I'm sure. Yeah, I, I agree. I also did read it, listen to it at like 1.5. Yeah, it was 1.5. Yeah but I thought she did a good job as well. Um, it's already, I guess, the best-selling celebrity memoir in history. Well, this is a place for <laughs> legends. And, you know, we'll see. I guess numbers will come soon, but I'm I'm sure it's outselling, outcharting everything ever before. And I hope that's good news for her. And the more people know the story, the better. Because at the end of the day, there was a lot assumed about her that the casual person just didn't know. Again for fans it's like a little different because we knew what led to the 2007 it events is. to a certain degree and stuff and but then there's a lot of revelations that nobody could know about her various ways she was trying to get out over the years or just the ways that she was more controlled than we never knew it's quite quite the tale and quite the it's just it's an extremely unique life story and hopefully will be something that people can have is a frame of reference to know about abuse of the courts and abuse of systems that are in place to help people which is also what she said when she got out of it is that she hopes her story can help other people who might be in similar situations so
0: always trying to help everybody else
2: yeah it is her blessing and her curse for being in an industry that is certainly not kind-hearted and all i can really hope is that kind-hearted people and I, I've said that for years, are around her.
0: She's also an empath, I feel. Yeah. It was another thing I took away from this.
2: Yeah, And that she can continue to flourish on her own terms in her own time. And I also am glad that she did say, just to calm the, the expectations, that music is not what's really speaking to her right now. Basically, she was like, B10 is not around the corner. Yeah. Um. And
0: I actually like that. Me and too. I'm not saying that I would not take another... Britney album because I do think there's like something really cool she could do with her story and like turn it into art but reading the book the way that I mean especially in Vegas they were like no you're doing this Vegas show this is what it looks like it's a package deal you're not getting out of this you're not allowed to change it up you're not allowed to do anything different that also sets context for like the Instagram videos where she's like oh I tried making a dress and the general, like people, locals in her comments were like, eh, "And it's so like fucking making fun of her, like little fucking rats that they are." Mm-hmm. Anyway, this is like the first time it seems like she's been able to try new creative ventures yeah. outside of making songs, and yeah. so I love that she's able to like now, yeah, take time to do whatever the fuck she wants.
2: Yeah, like so need to give her
0: grace. Like yeah. she wants to paint. She wants to be a fashion designer. She wants to make sh- like do whatever like
2: and it is funny because and she didn't talk about this in the book again i i could name a million things i wish this is what was happening right before the conservatorship when she got pregnant and she started talking about a children's baby line and mm-hmm. she started doing original doll and she started getting into i don't know just different ventures of any kind is when they sort of started reeling her in effectively as she sort of expanded and wanted to become more and more hands-on and creative so that is interesting she okay. did seem to really love Brintimitz, too. Oh right. Brintimitz. We did not get any Brintimitz in the no, book. No,
0: but I felt like at that time she was really <laughs> yeah. She seemed to really be into that. Yeah.
2: The the more you really think about it as a fan, you're like, oh God. The perfumes, like there's so much there's to so, be said.
0: I have two million questions. Yeah.
2: I have only more questions.
0: However, I did enjoy this book.
2: Yeah. For sure.
0: I, it did not I will say I was surprised by it. I think my expectations as a stand going into it were wrong. And yeah.
2: Yeah, I, I agree with you. Like clearly the top of mind and obviously the most important thing was talking about the conservatorship. And that's, yeah. of course, that was fresh of my, on mine.
0: And um, now she can move forward, as she said in the end of the book.
2: Yeah. So there you have it. <sighs> wow. The Woman and Me, available now, not sponsored.
0: No, but it is on Audible for one credit.
2: Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. And you can do the uh, the free thing, right?
0: Um, I'm not sure of that, but
2: oh, okay. I had
0: credits on Audible. Oh, very
2: nice. Wow. Well.
0: Well, we're curious what you think. So, hop. well, I mean, everyone's been talking in the Discord channels as well.
2: That's true. Which yeah. Which has
0: been cool to read because it's like everyone's kind of pulling different thoughts or like pulling the visual references of all the stuff she's talked about, which has been really cool to like, this is that interview. This is the Mariah photo. Mm-hmm. Um, Kind of going back and yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, if you'd like to join us on our Discord, there's a ton of conversation happening on there. You can comment on the Patreon as well. And uh yeah, and we'll have our live chat again in uh, November. Yeah. Well thank you for joining us for this mini book club session. Extended episode.
0: And if you're also on Patreon, we will have the after show after this that you can oh, listen yes. to as well. Um I might do I I'm definitely gonna do Julia Fox's audiobook after this. Nice. I'm like Look at that. I'm going to start reading books and watching movies And if you girls
2: haven't, and if you didn't follow us, definitely get into Mariah's book. Oh, yes. The Meaning of Mariah.
0: Yes. Fantastic. Yes. That is an art piece as well. We do, the book club is on our Patreon as well. We have a four part review. Yes. But, um, yeah. Well, we hope that you all have a good Halloween this week. Yes. Happy November.
2: Happy, safe, sexy, fun Halloween. Or if you're just staying at home, I so support you too. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Halloween is the one day of the year that a girl can dress like a total slut.
2: And it's Halloween every day in my year. Yeah. All right, everybody. See you in the after
0: show or see you when I come down your chimneys on November 3rd. (laughs) Lock (laughs) your doors. (laughs) I think I'm going to do a TikTok live and just like talk to people. There you go. Yeah. The three listeners. I love it. All right, everyone. Until next time.
2: We will. See you. Soon.